welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. Episode 25 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about something that is very close to my heart, and that is to build your newsletter through giveaways. Very often when people discuss how to build their author newsletters, they explicitly say that subscribers must be organic and that they tried giving away books in return for sign-ups through BookFunnel, that they got a couple of hundred subscribers, but that they weren't worth anything and therefore the entire tactic is worthless and no one should ever do it. They will say that there are a lot of random people who will sign up for newsletters this way and that they are only freebie seekers who have no interest in buying books. And then they feel that they should warn others that they should never do this and they will go on to say that they are only ever going to do organic sign-ups in the future. I want to bring a little nuance into this discussion and also talk about some of the points that this line of discussion is missing. First of all, let's have a few definitions. What exactly do we mean by organic and inorganic newsletter subscribers? By organic subscribers, we mean subscribers who sign up after having read at least one book of yours, through a link that is in the back of that book. By inorganic sign-ups, we mean subscribers who have signed up through a giveaway where they received at least one book for free in return for giving you their email address and allowing themselves to be put on your mailing list. If you want to know about the hardcore bad giveaway, They are those giveaways where a number of authors band together and put in some cash for a gift card or a Kindle as prize, advertise on Facebook for entries, and then distribute a large list of addresses to all the authors who chipped in for buying the prize. Because those are the very worst type of giveaway, apparently. This type of talk is all very black and white. There is actually a fairly large grey area in the middle, What about people who signed up for your mailing list after going to your website? What about subscribers who signed up after reading just one book, but who haven't read all your other 19 books? What about people who sign up in a giveaway because they don't have much money and they like free books and read a lot and they would really like to win a Kindle, but who are also genuine readers of your genre and have seen your name before and would like to give you a try. It should become clear that there is a very wide range of reasons that can bring people to your mailing list, and the distinction between organic and inorganic isn't quite so black and white. But let's just assume that it exists. Let's suppose you are starting out, you might have one or two books, and maybe people have advised you to give the first book in the series or a prequel novella away for free. You have just signed up for BookFunnel and like to do a promotion. You are probably going to end up with a bunch of new subscribers on your mailing list who have never read any of your stuff. 
Does the fact that these are supposedly inorganic mean that they are useless to you, as some people would say? Well, of course not. These people have given you the mandate to send them emails, which you might use to let them know about the other books you have and to get them interested in paying for them. These are not people who have already read your book or are already fans. Some people will lament that building a mailing list purely through sign-ups in the back of the book is too slow because not many people are reading their books. It might then be an idea to put the cart before the horse, right? To a certain extent it is, or at least it can be, but you need to understand what you're doing. I started building my mailing list in all seriousness after a strange accident. I was with MailChimp at the time, and they just made automation available to users. I think I must have been on one of the very low-paid plans at that point, because I don't think automation is available to free users of the platform. I was playing with my new toy and set up a few automations, one of which was for a book that was not new, but that followed something else that I had recently published. I didn't know what I was doing, and instead of saving the message to play around with later, I accidentally sent it to 2,000 subscribers. Oops. Within the next 24 hours, I sold 25 copies. Double oops. This brought home to me two things. One of them I already knew, because I had been a seller of specialised second-hand books, and I actually already knew that if I got a new collection in my stock and I sent people a photocopied and mailed notification listing all the new titles, I would pretty much guaranteed sell at least half of them within a week. So that was the power of the mailing list. I knew that and I should have realised that. But the biggest mistake I made was that I had assumed that all those 2,000 people who were on my mailing list at the time had already read all my books. Clearly, they hadn't. Most of them had signed up through the back of book sign-ups after BookBub promotions. This made me think that if only I can increase my mailing list and through a filtering process get rid of people who never buy or never open anything and keep doing that month after month and year after year, I would have a pretty powerful vehicle to sell my own books so I started looking around at how to increase the size of my mailing list. I am not quite sure whether Mark Dawson and his three-part free course was available yet. I don't think so. But there were a number of people who were organising giveaways where a bunch of authors would get together and they would give away things like print versions of their own books. So the winner would get a book box with 25 print books all in the same genre. Or they would give away a Kindle with those books preloaded, or anything else that was usually pretty highly targeted to the genre. I started taking part in these giveaways. The same ones that I took part in don't run anymore, but there are a number of companies that do the same thing, and while they may not exactly give you thousands of email addresses, as some of mine did, they will give you hundreds and they will probably be the cheapest email contacts that you will get. You will need to do some work on that list, but more about that later. I'd started taking part in these types of promotions almost every month with different organisers. 
Usually, these were authors, and the giveaways would be targeted towards lovers of a specific book or a specific genre, so that it would be fairly easy to run Facebook ads for these giveaways. Of course, the cost of Facebook ads has increased a bit since then, because so many authors have started running them. But the general principle still exists, it still works, and the message is still the same. Over the years, I grew my mailing list to about 40,000. All these people are readers who signed up through these giveaways. I also started running Facebook ads, but the bulk of the readers come from giveaways. If I send out a free book ad to this list, and especially one that I haven't advertised before, I can get the book into the top 500 free on Amazon with just this list. These people are interested in free books, and they are also interested in buying books. At the moment, I am training people on a section of this list to buy directly from me on my website. Last month, my website was second only to Amazon in sales, and that is before I swapped over my signups to go through my online store, where people get a special link where they can buy the book, in inverted commas, for free on my store, and become used to the process. This is just an illustration of the power of this list. So what about the terrible engagement and open rates you get from these people? Many of them only sign up to get the free book and they never open your email, or worse, they unsubscribe straight away. Well, in the first place, if they unsubscribe straight away, good riddance. If they want the free books and are not interested in staying on my mailing list, that's up to them. But at that point, my process has already fulfilled its purpose, namely that the free book is in their hands. My book on their device is now carrying my little flag, and if they read it and they like it and get to the end and still want more books, there are links to the next book in the back. At this point, it doesn't matter that they don't like mailing lists. They got the book, they read the book, and bought the next one. This has nothing to do with my mailing list or the quality of my newsletters or my open rate or click rate, It has to do with the quality of my book. Ultimately, let's not forget that this is what it's all about. In fact, I tell people that they can unsubscribe straight away and I won't mind. I might rather not have those people on my list. So now you have a mailing list full of people who have never read a book of yours. What are you going to do with them? I see a lot of people talk about that they need to be engaging and funny and they need to send dog pictures and jokes and backstory about your fiction and stuff like that. You can do that if you want. I certainly do that for my regular readers. But let's not forget why you wanted them on your mailing list in the first place. And I'm going to quote good old Jim Cookroll, who seems to have left the self-publishing scene. He was considered to be a bit of a second-hand car salesman, but he had some really good observations from a career in sales and online marketing. Here goes. When someone ends up on your mailing list, there is either one of two things you want them to do. In the first place, is that they start buying your stuff, and if they don't, you want them to take their butts off your list. You want to, in manner of speaking, annoy them so much that they click the unsubscribe button. You don't really want to schmooze them with funny jokes so that they hang around just for the jokes. 
You don't want to have a mailing list to entertain people, at least not at the space where people come in through a giveaway and don't know you from a bar of soap. You want them to buy the books first. So you make sure in your follow-up emails that they know which books you have written. If you have an online store, you can advertise these books to them at a reduced price. This is also, again, to get them used to the process of buying something outside the traditional retailers. Of course, you will be unsuccessful in the majority of cases, but never try to double-guess which ones your best buyers will be, because you will be surprised. As time goes on, you will get to know them, especially again if you have an online store and the names of your most valuable customers keep coming up time and time again. You can give them special perks. When you have been playing around with mailing lists for a while, you will see that there are some people who diligently open all of your emails and read all of your newsletters and click your funny links, but they will freely admit to never having read any of your books. These people are not valuable subscribers. They're space hoggers. The metrics of your mailing list provider are tricking you. You are not trying to be the world's most popular newsletter writer. You are trying to sell books. When we bought a car, I somehow ended up on the Toyota mailing list. They send me newsletters every month or so about specials. They don't send anything about the boss's holiday or the salesperson's pets. They're a car dealership, for crying out loud, so I expect them to send me stuff about cars. I haven't actually clicked the unsubscribe button because I want to know when their first fully electric vehicle hits the Australian dealerships. I usually delete their emails unread. But when they give me that news I'm waiting for, I'll be at the dealership the next weekend. Mailing list behaviour and buying behaviour are emphatically not the same thing. There are many reasons people sign up and stay on your newsletter. You have to make sure that the reason they are there is that they buy your books. Of course, you can also use another section of your newsletter to be chatty with readers. But that is not the subject of this episode. And frankly, that should be a different list. The people you get from giveaways need to do several things. In the first place, they need to download the book you've given them for free. Then they need to read that book. Then they need to like that book so much that they start buying the sequels. People who don't complete this path should be encouraged to leave by clicking the unsubscribe button. This is not a decision you can take on their behalf. And you also shouldn't give them any excuse to linger. A lot of people will advise writers that if they get people from giveaways, they should be soft and try to ease people into engaging with the content by telling things about yourself and basically blathering on about things that have nothing to do with the simple fact that you want them to read your books. You can do a little bit of that, but never forget that in those first emails, you want the sales message to be pretty strong. To those writers who have taken part in giveaways and are unhappy with their list's engagement, I would say to quit the softly, softly approach Send out some pretty hardcore sales messages for some really good deals. For example, 
If you lower a box set to 99 cents and send it to your list, you can see who, out of all these readers, are even interested in buying books. Don't worry about the ones who unsubscribe. If they do, they were probably not going to buy anyway, and there is not much point in paying for them to be on your list. When they unsubscribe, you just take part in another promotion and take in a new load of people you can try to turn into book buyers. Rinse and repeat. What you want with this type of list is people who will actually buy your books. When they do, that's when you can send them chatty emails. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen. 